Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet, and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. Happy New Year, and welcome to the first Motorsports Madness of 2021. I'm sure I'll screw that up at least at some point tonight, but I got it right and got a bell for the first segment, so we're off to a good start. Jacob Seelman, uh, pleased to be back. Well, I'm back for a week, and then I get to go off and... uh, (laughs) you're gone. (laughs) Go eat eat real food, i.e. chili, at the Chili Bowl. For those of you old enough to remember Johnny Carson, Jacob's on the Carson schedule. He does. He, he gets a night off one every five shows. <laughs> Something like that. Anyway, Tom Baker is back. Peter Strada is back from TSJ Sports. Hi, Peter. Hey, great to be back and great to bring in the new year. Yes. And then we have Jesse Love, who is driving for Keith Coons, Curb Agajanian Motorsports. I got that right, too. You're welcome, Keith. Next week at the Chili Bowl, after he turns 16 on Thursday, he'll then race on Friday and, uh, well, hopefully put himself in good position. <laughs> wow, yeah, Jesse well, doesn't even get a ding. Well, because you kept going. I was okay, going to get sorry. It <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Jesse turns 16 on Thursday and then races on Friday, and we hope puts himself in a good position for a driller. I'm just glad you're in the building for a change. It's nice to yeah, not have man. you on the phone finally. Yeah, it's been a while since I've been in the sh- been on the show like in Two person. Years. So, yeah, been a little in bit. The other studio. We're 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 going to change that this year since we uh we hope you're going to be at least around these parts a little more. Yeah, for sure. That's yeah. the plan. Hype. We're excited about that. We have a lot to get to on the first show in the new year, including, you know, prepping for the Chili Bowl and all that fun stuff and talking with Jesse about his excitement for the Chili Bowl, of which there's a lot. He do- he doesn't have to say that. We all know there's a lot of excitement. Uh, we also have, you know, a NASCAR season starting in about a month and an IndyCar season that should be starting in about, oh, six or seven weeks that's now but it's not. delayed. <sighs> Yeah, we'll get we'll, we'll we'll get to that, and we can make all sorts of predictions and fun things for the new year. So that's all well and good, and you know, it, it, Malik's even still here producing. We got him back yeah. after all the partying over Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, I decided I'd come back. I had too much fun in 2020, and I figured, hey, let's go have 2021 just as much fun. Absolutely. Exactly, something like that. So we're glad he's here. He's going to keep us on the straight and narrow. We hope. Uh, But first, we do have a little business to take care of before we can really kick this show into high gear. So we're going to do that, take our first commercial break, come back, and we will really get Motorsports Madness started right after these words. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediates to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. 
Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Do not provide them with any form of payment or information. Report the call at oig.ssa.gov. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'll come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. I didn't plan it, and it's a good thing I didn't plan it because the look on Jesse's face was priceless. <laughs> I, 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 it's so trippy when you get when you finally get one of the reentry guests in the studio and yeah. they hear their own reentry. I think we just totally I, we totally made Jesse think for a minute. It's all. It's almost as good as having him do it live. I wonder when I did that. Anyway, I don't remember. The so last time ago. you were here, <laughs> nah. didn't know you were a ventriloquist, did you? No, my voice didn't change either. So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, he said he basically sounds exactly the same. Okay. Anyway, welcome, welcome back to Motorsports Madness, uh, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. We'll tell you more about them a little later. Uh, we have the aforementioned Jesse Love in studio with us as we get set to talk about bowls of chili. Nah, not really. We're talking about race cars at the Chili Bowl. See see what I did there? I see, yes. <laughs> uh, so we, we're over 300 cars, Tom. That, that gets a, a ding. That gets a ding. Okay. Because I really didn't think we were going to get to 300 in the middle of a oh, pandemic. Really? Why? I, oh, really? Oh, gosh, I, it's the Chili Bowl. I, I know it's the Chili Bowl, but there were still concerns. But we made it, and... Uh, I'm really excited about that. It's going to be uh, it's going to be ten or fifteen less cars per preliminary night, I think. But all in all, uh, yeah, okay. So it's not three fifty or three sixty. But I've told a few people this over the last week. It's still a dang good field. Well, I mean, honestly, from my point of view, I would think as a driver. Well, just uh, go ahead. We'll get Jesse in on this one. As a driver, I would think. Uh, 10 less cars on your qualifying night would be considered a good thing. Yeah, for sure. But at the end of the day, all the heavy hitters are still there. So you're still worrying about the same people. Well, that's true. But it's just less... uh, Less traffic to deal with, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know maybe just a slightly 
um, better quality show. Sometimes a little less ends up being a little more in terms of uh, entertainment. Oh, I think so. And, and you know, to, to Jesse's point, and may, I know you've watched the event for a couple of years, Jesse. You can probably speak to this. Uh, he's been there, what? You've been there, what, two now? Helping oh, out? okay, yeah. being at the event. I'm yeah, sorry. at yeah. the event. I've been watching it since you were, like, probably, what, five? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's paid, att- he's paid attention long enough. Yeah. But, I mean, it... Certainly, like like you said, probably uh, you know probably cleans it up just a little bit. May, you know, I, it may eliminate the D's. I, I think we'll, we may have to wait till everybody actually gets there to see exactly how the letters on each preliminary night shake out. Mm-hmm. But it it probably would you say gives a clearer picture of what you need to do and kind of where you need to be between heats and qualifiers to put yourself in a good position. Yeah, kinda. I think it's one of those deals where. You go to some races and there could be 60 cars, and you can go to some races where there's 30 cars. For example, I was at uh, like a track with Power Eye this year, and there was like 60 cars. But then you go to USAC show, not as many cars, but it's it's harder to win, uh, just because you know all the heavy hitters are still there, and um, you know you're it, with the passing points and the heat races and stuff like that. There's still the same amount of people, but passing points aren't going to really be mm-hmm. as big of a part of it now um you know you're gonna to have to really just race the best of the best and you're not going to get as many freebies so that kind of makes it a little bit more difficult um but at least at the end of the day if you're going to win you're going to win you know you gotta kind of one of those deals where you got to race hard it gets hard competition to uh to make yourself the best you can be for like an up-and-coming driver i'm actually pulling it pulling it up now to make sure that i uh make sure that I have it right, but kind of looking a little deeper into your prelim night, uh, I'm looking at guys that you're probably looking at, Reitzel, um, Casey Kane jumps off the page, uh, your teammate Tucker Klasmeyer has been you know, good in a KKM car at the Chili Bowl before Pittman, Stenhouse, I mean, who, who are... Uh, Outside of of that bunch, who else are you are you looking at as guys that you feel like you're going to have to beat or go toe to toe with next week? Well, I think you named you know a lot of them for my prelim night. You know, there's probably you know still a few. I kind of count, counted on my fingers. You know how many really stout guys are going to be there um, on my prelim night. But you know, as far as the next few nights go with the a main day, you know there's a, there's a lot of good guys. Mm-hmm. You know this guy. Kyle Larson, who's pretty decent. Eh, he's all right. <laughs> you know, Christopher is going to be – all these guys are going to be really good. So, um, you know, especially my my KKM teammates and my Toyota teammates are all going to be really tough. So just going to have to uh, treat it like every other race and, and run hard. Do you feel like a rookie going into this when you look at the fact that you do come in with a decent amount of, of midget experience and, you know, some of the back the short track background that you've you know, that you've had in, in the past couple of years? Yeah, I'm definitely a rookie to the Chili Bowl, you know. At the end of the day, that's kind of the fact of it. I kind of look at things a little bit different now. You know, things are, they are what they are or they are what they aren't, you know what I mean? So um, I'm definitely, you know, rookie at it. But at the same time, um, you know, I feel like I've done a lot of things when I was younger um, where it kind of seems like most of the records I break always seem to be because of age or being a rookie in something. So um, just got to plan on doing the same thing. <laughs> just got to plan on doing the same thing at the Chili Bowl. I'm and, reading his mail. That's why I said that. Yeah, just got to you know keep on doing the uh, I'm anticipating same thing. So. That we're going to have to get him on again 
um, now that he's pointed that fact out, he'll probably go win the thing, and then, <laughs> you know, we can bring him on next week as the winner. See, that's kind of how that works. See, like and we've talked about this over the past, uh, a good you know, point. How, how many years, right. you know, how, how many people come on are you know, have have come on this show and then either That's gone on you know true. gone on to do things and then come back on this show. Yeah, good point. it's it's happened quite. In fact, uh, it happened with uh, Corey Heim when he won Kansas. He was I think it was was it Kansas he won. I think his first Arkansas. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he was on the show the week before, and so he went down to the snowball. And I I I asked him. He was on like a month before it. I said, do you want to win the Snowball Derby? He said, yeah. I said, come back on the week before. He didn't, and he didn't win. So Crazy how that works. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, good that you're actually on the week before. I didn't even think, but, yeah, you you do a lot with age. It is crazy how you you seem to have those those moments um, with age in your career. But, um, I mean, I've, I've got to ask you. I mean, you, you, you know, you, you're sitting here cool as a cucumber, but... I mean, this is literally the dream race that you've always wanted to ride. I mean, you, you, you've got to be at least a part of you inside, like, screaming, going, yes! I mean, it, it, what's it going to mean to you to finally drive out on, onto the track for the first time? Yeah, it's going to be really cool. You know, every every driver has their, their dreams, and it seems like every year you kind of have a new dream. Um, you know, for for example, you know, it's kind of I'm going to have the same feeling I had when I was getting on the track for the first time in a late model or yeah. in an ARCA car yeah. um you know or a super late sprint car especially I kind of had a moment there so um it'll all be really cool and just got to do what I do you know normally and everything will take care of itself so um can't get wrapped up in the emotion of the of the event you know I think that uh, kind of grabs a lot of people so great point um, you know just got to Keep a calm head and, and just race it like you would anything else. But you can have, you can allow yourself a moment to have the moment, though. Yeah, I think so. You know, um, you, know, you just, you just can't let it transfer in. over. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the good news for him is his prelim night is Friday, so he gets to kind of have that moment before he actually gets in the race car, in a, in a manner of speaking. Yeah, you, get to, you get to soak it in all week and then, you know, come Friday. Oh, it's now, now it's yeah. business time. <laughs> yeah, the last couple of times you've been out there, you've just been helping, and you haven't, you know, now you go all week and you're like, Christmas is coming, Christmas is coming. It's like, it's Christmas morning. Yeah, but know? another thing, too, is like it's not my – like I don't think it'll hit me that hard, um, only because like my dream isn't to like race the Chili Bowl. You know what I mean? It's to win the Chili Bowl, so it's not going to hit until a ha- until something like that happens or until that happens. So so this year, because you just scripted it, because you're it's always the age thing. So mm-hmm. yeah, good stuff. Um, yeah, it's I, I mean you got to be excited, and especially you know you've had a couple of years now. In, mm-hmm. in the midget, and you're coming off the ARCA championship, so you're really on a kind of upward trajectory with all of your racing right now. 100%. You know, there's been a lot of work and a lot of great people that have helped me get to this point. You know, I'm super blessed and fortunate, so just got to keep on uh, carrying that momentum. Momentum is a good thing. Momentum is we, a great <laughs> thing. <laughs> thing. It, it's a funny thing sometimes, but well, it's a great yeah. thing. I mean, yeah. when you, you know, it's it, when you win one, you seem to win more, you know, shortly after. It's just momentum just kind of helps you get over that edge a little bit sometimes ask christopher about that he kind of did oh, yes. three years in a row inside the sure building did. so yeah that being said uh, we are up against a commercial break we will have more with jesse and uh, chili bowl conversation coming up in the next couple segments here but right now step away do a little more business when we return more motorsports madness powered by my computer career we'll be right back
How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. Hi, this is Ty Ingram, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercrew.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Peter Strada is joining us from TSJ Sports, and Jesse Love is our special guest for hour number one in studio as he gets set to race next week during the 35th Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. By the way, shameless plug here, uh, Speed Sport is going to be involved with the Live from the Chili Bowl pre-race show taking place at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on MAV-TV Saturday night. Thank you. You're welcome. And then the live broadcast of the C-Mains, B-Mains, and 55-Lap A-Main will also be on MAV-TV. That'll be at 8.30 Eastern on 
sat next Saturday, the 16th, uh, in between our pre-race show and the live broadcast of the C's, B's, and A will be a recap show, one-hour recap show of the Tulsa shootout for micro sprints that took place over New Year's and saw Mitchell Moles from California take the headline victory in the winged outlaw micro sprints. Great racing over this past weekend there. Yes, yes. There Very was one race control call that was, I, I, I was a little disappointed in, frankly, and thought it could have easily gone the other direction but we'll 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 leave it at that and i won't get up on my soapbox now i'll save that for i'll reserve that for another time yeah i saw that or jonathan beeson i'll leave it at that oh okay yeah yeah Yeah, that that. thing i agree anyhow (laughs) we we have we have jesse in here we're kind of counting down to uh, next week's chili bowl and as i kind of alluded to and, and mentioned off the top when we we brought him in here jesse's birthday present is that he gets to race at the chili bowl because he turns 16 next thursday and then next friday he races and i believe it, we I, i've not 1000 percent triple checked it but at least have not found anybody else jesse that has celebrated a birthday and raced in the chili bowl in the same week so you're still making history yeah, no kidding. That's pretty cool, huh? I did not know that. I wouldn't doubt it, though. No, yeah, yeah. He's not the he's not the youngest to ever race at the Chili Bowl. Uh, Allgaier, I think, raced when he was fourteen. Larson ran when he was fifteen. That was the days before the uh, age restriction of of you have to be sixteen was um, in place. That came along around two thousand seven, two thousand eight. But uh, you know, it, it's it's one of those rules that makes sense now that you look at it because um, em, you know Emmett Hahn and, and Lanny Edwards, when Lanny was still alive, said that yeah, kids can get in a midget at fourteen or fifteen with Power Eye or, or USAC, but the Chili Bowl is an event that brings together so many people from so many different disciplines that we want you know these guys to have a little bit of experience under their belts rather than just come in and sit in a midget for their first time ever. At the Chili Bowl. So it's a rule that, you know, yeah, people grumbled about it at the time, but the sense behind it is something that I think has endured, you know, the last decade, decade and a half now. I See, I like it that way, um, James. I like 16. I think it's a premier event, and I agree. I would much rather not have a bare-bones 14- or 15-year-old rookie who's, you know, coming straight out of quarter midgets and thinking he, you know, that mom and dad, you know, think he can go around the chili bowl. Um, this is a big event with a lot of racers. I think having the experience is a good thing. Yeah, I agree that I think it's a good thing that they've got the age. But if you sit back and kind of look at it, I mean, the way that some people might or could, it's those drivers back in the day weren't starting as young as they are now. They're starting mm-hmm. at such a young age now, and they were able to race a couple when it all started at 14 years old. Now these guys start racing at four and five years old, and they're not allowed to do it till they're 16. So I think, uh, I mean, it's give or take there. I like that they moved it to 16, but I think they should be able to go run if they're 14, too, well, if they've been running for a long period of time. So I'll, I'll, I'll argue you on that point because I think there's a big difference in some of these kids running, you know, go-karts and quarter midgets up until they're 14 and – yeah, you know, a full size midget. Jesse can Jesse can speak to this. There's a big difference between you know the 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 smaller cars and then going and jumping in a midget. It's not it, it's not something that you can just do and think you're going to be successful right off the hammer. No, definitely not. There's a big learning curve with just midget racing in general. But then learning about the guys that you're racing against, and you know, I'm I still learn a bunch every time I get in the car and 
you know, I guarantee that Kyle still learns stuff, you know, every now and then as well. So it's, again, one of those deals where it's kind of a tricky situation. Um, you know, obviously I wasn't keen on it too, too for the last two years. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, no, I mean, the guys that are you know, running the Chili Bowl know a lot more about it than I do. So, you know, I kind of trust their judgment on it. And, uh, and I'm just happy to be racing it, so. Who have you leaned on the most out of the KKM stable, or, or or somebody else as you've as you've prepared for this? Is there anybody in particular that you've kind of kind of gone to and and really listened to as you've prepared yourself for this? Well, for Tulsa, like the Chili Bowl in general, probably Cannon. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as Minder Racing go, honestly, it's probably Dason. I mean, I kind of came up with Dason and. Um, and then we raced for, you know, together for a while. And, you know, and then I had a halfway through the year, like my race count dropped a lot with having to run a lot of pavement or being able to run a lot of pavement stuff. And, um, so Dason's got, you know, a full, you know, extra season or so of, you know, in the form of races, uh, than I do. So he was able to, to be able to progress faster than I am and or that I was able to, and I was able to kind of come in and, and try to pick up right where I left off and, and be able to learn something from him and, um, you know, whenever he goes and, and does some pavement stuff, I was able to help him out too on that side of things. And um, but no, I, you know, we have a really great friendship, and, and we're you know we're good friends, so that always helps as well. And uh, but no, Dason's helped me a bunch. And uh, and then I forty four, I led like twenty something laps of it, and he passed me with like <laughs> ten to go. So that was a little that was a little sour. Some but, friend he is. <laughs> yeah, some friend he is, huh? So. Uh, but no, I mean he was he doesn't share very well. <laughs> yeah, but no, me and Dason we work really well together, and um, you know that's a lot to ask for a teammate to in a sport like this for a teammate to help somebody else out is is a lot. So you know a lot of respect for him for that. What when you were getting your feet wet and kind of getting into the midget world, Jesse? Obviously, you didn't necessarily grow up on dirt like a Dason or a Cannon did. What was the biggest? challenge or biggest thing that you had to learn about these cars you know i think a big part of it is just maturity um but that's kind of just not even just midget racing but racing and and life and all that stuff in general but uh, as far as midget racing go you know that goes it's kind of a mindset deal and um running for keith has like the added you know added uh not not pressure but uh has a little bit something else too that you really want to perform even more because of motivation. that motivation yeah so um you know just i learned something new you know every time i get in the car and um you know there's a lot of great people around you that are able to you know give us advice and help us out but you know midget racing is something so different than anything else and so is sprint car racing as well so um not, not so what i grew up doing so is definitely a lot more of a learning curve than mm-hmm. what i than what i was expecting um and even now you know i'm still learning a lot and um, you know, we have our, have our days where, where things are really good. And, and, you know, the days I can learn more and more is, uh, is what makes those days come more and more often. You mentioned the motivation, you know, as far as driving for KKM and wanting to, to perform for them. Does that come in a way from the leadership style that Keith uses with you guys within the team and just how he, he coaches you as a mentor to, uh, you know, to try and bring you guys up? Hundred percent. You know, Keith is one of those one of those people that um, you know really wants all of us to succeed, especially Pete as well. You know, I was I've been really close to Pete since I kind of just started talking to KKM and I went to the Chili Bowl for the first time. And um, you know, all everybody there just gives you motivation because you want to do well for him. It's like a brotherhood over there, and 
um, and everybody really gets along right now and it's been a good deal and, and just I mean running for Keith and and all that is just something that uh, people dream of so you always want to do well when you go over there and give it your all and, and do something special so I think it's just that's the biggest part of it is everybody wants to do something special for Keith and Pete. I've asked a, so I, kind of shifting gears a little bit I've asked mm-hmm. a lot of guys this this week we know it's going to be a little different feel for the event obviously I, I know we're all just thankful it's happening next yeah. week but you know with the mask mandate in the building obviously uh you know the some of the crowd restrictions it's not going to be what we're all used to the chili bowl being i mean do you have any concerns going into next week or do you think the feel is going to be different or, or or when you get in there do you think kind of the fact that it's still the chili bowl is going to override all that yeah i mean at the end of the day you know I don't have to wear a mask when I'm racing, so I'm not too worried about that. Um, I have a ball of clava on if, if if you need something. But, no, I mean, it's just one of those deals where I'm happy that um, Emmett and everybody was able to get the race in, in the first place. You know, um, we would all rather, you know, be wearing masks or have the crowd restrictions and have nothing at all. So um, I'm just happy and that everybody was able to get the race in and that we're able to have, you know, 300-plus cars is good. So, um Whatever we gotta do to race, we'll do. Okay. <laughs> I, Tom and I were kind of having a Mexican standoff here. I thought. No, I, I thought he was gonna talk, I, and he, I knew we were getting closer talk. to a break, so I was like, yeah, "I'll just let enough. you go ahead." <laughs> fair enough. Um, it, it's interesting though when when we kind of Jesse mentioned we're still gonna have three hundred plus cars, and in the next segment, I because he's he's one of many actually. It's been talked about a little bit how even you know the participation from other disciplines like nascar and and it is even deeper i think this year than maybe what we've seen in years past it's not just about the you know midget regulars the dirt regulars peter you and i were talking about this i think before christmas that you're you and and noah lewis are, are really eager to pay attention to this year's chili bowl just because a lot of the recognizable names are here in a way that they weren't maybe in years past right of course i mean chase Elliott alone will bring so many more eyeballs to this chili bowl with him obviously being the defending nascar cup series champion and all the legions of fans he has as the most popular driver so he'll definitely is one of very many who will bring more eyeballs to the chili bowl this year especially so we'll go down the list of nascar affiliated and uh and other names to know in the next segment but before we do that uh, we are up against another break and i don't want james to find something to throw at me so we're going to do that do a little more business when we come back we'll continue motorsports madness right after this how to be a great dad in 15 seconds bike ride go fish walk in the park phone call milkshake play catch picnic fly a kite tell jokes laugh talk read a story tell a story bumper car swing set bowling pillow fight cut loose stay tight because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life take time to be a dad today call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov brought to you by the u.s department of health and human services and the ad council Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. 
if you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing home. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Hi, I'm Casey Kane, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Again, I haven't even planned this, and this is going exactly as if I had planned it. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Peter Strada, Jesse Love is our guest for this half of the show. I, I don't feel like I've mentioned it, and I should have by now, but coming up in the second half of our show, we will have uh, F4. That's correct. Oh, F4 rookie Jason Alder, formerly uh, Legends Car standout at the Bojangles Summer Shootout at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Champion. Champion, yes. Um, Young Lions, I think, right? Or semi-pro. Yeah, I can't remember. One of the two. Yeah, Young Lions. Um, Anyway, Jason's going to be joining us and regaling us on what he's been up to here of late. He took a year off from racing and now has come back and impressed quite nicely. In yeah. the open wheel style cars, uh, James Mellick Red is still producing for us, and I, I do, do I need to plug that you're still on the job hunt too? Or, um, you can if you want to. Okay, we'll plug that you're still on the job hunt. Although we hope that ends relatively quickly. Yeah, we're hoping it ends quickly too. I've, <laughs> uh, I've talked to a couple people, and I think it's right around the corner. Good, good. We like hearing that. 
Anyhow, uh, so the Casey Kane bringing us back into this segment thing works perfectly because I had tipped beforehand that uh, we were going to kind of go down the list a little bit. Uh, Je- Jesse's on this list that I was going to go down too of drivers with uh, stock car recent stock car experience racing in the Chili Bowl next week. Why is that, Jacob? Gee, I wonder why. Uh, it's not as if he won the Arkham Menard Series West Championship last year or anything. And oh, by the way, is coming back to defend. <laughs> That title, <laughs> thank you, in 2021 with Bill McAnally Racing, driving the iconic Napa number 16, which I know Jesse is very excited about. Yes? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> it's awesome. I mean, I think anybody that's that's raced stock cars out west has, A, seen that car, mm-hmm. and B, probably wanted to drive that car at some point. I mean, that's you know, when you talk about a kid who grew up, in racing on the west coast like you did jesse i imagine that's one of those that's one of those dream rides as a kid isn't it that you want to get behind the wheel and do well in oh yeah 100 percent. to see the amount of success that uh, that's been with that car and uh, like you said it's just it's a very iconic car and to say I get to drive that car is, is very cool and to be able to get the call to actually you know they want me to drive that thing is something that i'm i'm really humbled about i'm very grateful for and thank you napa and thank you everybody at napa auto parts for given me the opportunity and it's it's been a really great relationship with me and Napa so hopefully we can uh, keep it rolling up, up all the way up to cup like uh, like Chase has see he'll get you some Napa know-how and you'll be as smart as Michael Waltrip yeah <laughs> and, and actually can you see the merchandising now how about a Jesse Love Garden gnome <laughs> <laughs> You know, don't show up at the wrong track. Because gnomes are magic. <laughs> you've been you've been waiting all, all all winter to be able to make that joke. Well, haven't not you? really. I just slip it in every time I can. That's still the all. If it's anybody, anytime anybody asks me what's your favorite all time racing related commercial, it's that that commercial with yep, with Junior Chase. And Chase Elliott. Yep. Yeah, oh, classic. Man. All right, I'm going to turn to Peter Strada for a little bit since I feel like I haven't let Peter talk enough yet tonight. And uh, because, well, the the NASCAR list of names that Peter's going to be watching next week is what's in front of me on the screen here. So you mentioned Peter Chase Elliott as one of the many NASCAR-related names to watch next week. You've got Ryan Newman, Ricky Stenhouse, obviously defending Chili Bowl champ Kyle Larson. Christopher Bell's won three of them, trying for a fourth. Uh, you've got Chase Briscoe, who's going to be a Rookie of the Year contender in Cup this year. Casey Kane, retired Cup Series star, who uh, brought us into this segment. Uh, J.J. Yaley, and the newest NASCAR Cup Series experienced driver to throw their hat into the ring as of today, as a matter of fact, Garrett Smithley. Yeah, it's a very oh. accomplished list of drivers, and they'll all certainly be ones to watch out for throughout the alphabet suit, throughout the whole week, and hopefully it most of them will make the big show on next Sunday. If I mention this, I'm get, my phone will light up with a text message that says, and I quote, did you really have to bring it up again? <laughs> Sorry, Chase Briscoe, I'm going to bring it up again. Uh, Chase, ha- Chase has the dubious distinction of missing the Saturday night A-Main by one spot yes. in each of the last two years. Yep. So... Sorry, Chase. Uh, I, I'm I'm waiting for the text message to come in here in a couple minutes, right, and he'll Kane. he'll yell at me. But uh, I, I'm I'm really hoping that uh, we can we can shake that distinction off, and Chase can get it back in the big show because he's been he's been so close and very 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 strong the last two years. Yeah, Chase is, uh, and you know what? Um, the fact that he's going to run Cup this year, this would be like the perfect time for him to bust out of that and go win mm-hmm. the thing. 
Um, Justin Allgaier is repping for the NASCAR Xfinity Series. He's driving a Team Ripper car. Actually, I don't know. Tom, did you see the the paint scheme on Twitter that Justin's running? Yeah. I, I, this, to me, is d- just go ahead and hand him the plaque for best appearing car right now. But the fact that Flea Ruzik has put together an Evil Knievel tribute car Amazing. for Justin to race next it. week, that, to me, is the most... Beautiful paint scheme in the entire building. Sorry, Jesse, but sorry I, to be wrong. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, yeah, I, I, I mean, obviously, I haven't seen all the cars, but um, being a huge Evil Knievel fan mm-hmm. from when I was a kid, um, yeah, that's uh, that was cool to see and a bit surprising. Like, it's kind of one of those random things i'm sure there's a reason behind it but i i will tell that story tomorrow if you check uh, speedsport.com oh, i i was see? able to get with uh, i was able to get with flea ruzik today on on how and why that scheme became a thing and and there is a tie-in behind it to car owner steve reynolds uh that, that's oh, actually a okay. really cool story so looking forward to telling that uh, here before i fly out to tulsa over the weekend but i i will say talking about paint schemes jesse i don't know d- did you have a hand in you know, suggesting what you wanted it to look like, uh, even, even if you didn't, it, it turned out really, really good. Your car did. Oh yeah, hundred percent on me. <laughs> no, I had no idea. I didn't know what it was going to look like until until it came out. But it's a beautiful home smiles Toyota car, and and it uh, looks really great. I've always stu- I, I've stood by the fact that that black paint schemes with color color accents in that building just pop. I don't know what I don't know what it is, but the 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 black cars always look seem to look really really yeah, clean. They do. Yep, yeah. yep. It's awesome, and it's uh, you know, obviously home smiles being on the car. That's mm-hmm. this is like it, you know, quite a personal thing for you guys. I would think for your first Joey Ball, that's awesome for sure. Yeah, it yeah. is. Thank you. Yeah. So I, I I I got distracted a little bit with the Evil Knievel reference. I, I didn't even get to the uh, the okay. trucks the drivers with truck series experience re, uh, repping at the Chili Bowl. Uh, tr- Twenty eighteen truck champ Brett Moffat was a uh, one of those entries that was like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, Brett is driving for uh, Ethan Mitchell and his dad in a second car. Bundy next week. Bundy. Yep. <laughs> Bundy Honda. Go Bundy. Um, David Gravel ran part time trucks last year. He's driving for a Toyota powered car for RMS. Uh, Rico, we've talked about. He's won it twice, uh, driving as a teammate to Jesse at at KKM. Um, I imagine once you're able to get in the building and, and sit down with Rico, he's another one probably that you'll have fun being able to talk to during the week. Uh, that definitely knows what it takes to be successful in there. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I've actually like growing up in California, watching Rico do his Rico stuff for for a long time. <laughs> Rico do his Rico stuff. Um, you know, he was uh, my hero at like, growing up and, and racing and doing a lot of stuff. Watching him, you know, absolutely lay it all out at uh, places like Calistoga was always, you know, really cool. It's probably probably one of my first memories was, was meeting Rico at Calistoga after he won there. And, um, you know, he's just – he's a great guy, and he's he's done really well for himself. And he's uh, really found a good groove, especially late in last year. Mm-hmm. So uh, good for him, and, and he'll be somebody that's going to be really tough to beat. If, this year. if I remember how you uh, told the story a few years back when you were on Madness, um, that's wasn't it that same night that you met Rico that cemented in your head, hey, yeah, I want to drive for KKM at some point in my career? Was it that night or was it? Yeah, year? that was actually the night that I met uh, I met Keith Coons. I was at the track helping out, uh, you know, a few people just kind of hanging out, and and that's the night that I met uh, Keith with my midget car and other. Ford like Focus Midget Corner mm-hmm. at the time, 
uh, Trace uh, Van Dyne. So that was pretty cool, and um, I, you know, I remember that uh, like it was yesterday. So it, other uh, other quick notables as far as that have stock car experience, and, and most of these are actually stars in, in midget and sprint car racing. Uh, Chris Windham, Tanner Thorson, Logan CV, all of them spent time, at least part-time. Tanner was almost full-time for a year in trucks. You know, yep. they've... They'll all race next week. Uh, Gio Selzy ran as one of Jesse's teammates at BMR this past yep. year in Arca West. Gio will be r- out there running for uh, for Chad Boat next week at the Chili Bowl. Um, Travis Quapple's son Carson making his Chili Bowl debut oh, next week. Oh, I missed that too. Yep, he's driving for uh, Brad Nofsinger and Mark Daly wow. next week. Good for him. Um, Ryan Ellis will be out there driving uh, for uh, Washburn, driving the Washburn um, midget after driving yep, for Michael Coots for a couple years, Randy Washburn and uh, Dylan Welch going to be driving a Chad boat car uh, in what he has set, hinted at being potentially one of his final midget races uh, on the dirt at least. Oh, he, wow. um, he's you know talking about transitioning somewhat back to the pavement um, for for twenty one and beyond. He's you know he's not set out and out. Hey, this is going to be my last chili bowl. But I know he really really wants to. Uh, to be, you know, have this one be a, be a high note for him. He missed missed the A, kind of like Briscoe did by one spot last year, and has been in it before. So I know there's a lot of people uh, really hoping for Dylan to do well, uh, do well in this Chili Bowl next week. Yeah, for sure. That's uh, that's interesting. I, I guess I could see him wanting to do that though. I mean, Dylan started on pavement. Yeah, Dylan started on pavement his, though. He ran for Bob East, right? For yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, for a while. The Lewis car. Yep, and uh, I know you know uh, with uh, this year, especially at uh, Lucas Oil Raceway, announcing more of the pavement midget and and yeah. sprint car events. I know Dylan has expressed a desire you know, a couple times when I've talked to him of wanting to uh, to run some of you know have those be the select events that he focuses on. So you know we'll see we'll see what happens. I hope it's not his last Chili Bowl, but you know if if it is, I hope he can go out on a high note for well, sure. The thing about the Chili Bowl is it's just kind of a one off thing you can do exactly you know what i mean like you don't have to do any other dirt stuff you can just do the chili bowl so and hopefully at least keep that going if you're looking for alex bowman he is not driving in this year's chili bowl Correct. all you nascar fans however he is playing car owner and fielding two cars one for cj leary and one for jake swanson and cj leary has actually been in the a main in an alex bowman car yes. uh recently so well, beautiful cars didn't get far yeah. from that last year no he wasn't far e? i think b yes yeah. Yep. Yeah, Alex. Yeah, Alex. And I told Alex, actually, last year was Alex's uh, best career finish on Saturday, even though he didn't get to the A-Man. Yeah. I looked at him, I said, really? You're focusing on being a car owner now? He goes, you know what? I felt like I was detracting from my own program. He's like, I wanted to get <laughs> well. He He said, I only do this one time a year. I wanted to get somebody that could CJ could lean on to make both cars better. And, you know, so he went and found, uh, you know, Jake Swanson, who's from, you know, living in Indianapolis now, but was racing on the West Coast for a long time. Uh, one of those that kind of frequented the, the circles that Jesse grew up watching. Yeah, so. I actually know Jake. Uh, kind of haven't talked to him in a long time, but I, I knew Jake when I was younger. He was racing uh, kind of the same stuff that I was looking to race in a few years when I was way younger. So um, that's cool for Jake. He's uh, seems like he's really been getting after it in Indiana, kind of making his dreams come true. So good for him. All right. So, Peter, uh, we got about a minute left here. I'll, I, 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 we threw basically all the stock car-related names out of the hat here and spread them around. Pick one or pick two. Who are you, who are you most you know thinking is going to do well 
this coming week. Better say my name, Peter. <laughs> You're on my short list, but no one, in my opinion, will top Kyle Larson. He finally won his first Golden Driller last year, and he comes back this year with all the motivation in the world, finally getting a quality cup ride with Hendrick Motorsports. I think he'll be pretty tough to beat. See, I, I this is where I just, for, for sake of... of me having said it out loud now hope peter's right because uh i taped the latest episode of the racing writers podcast with kelly crandall earlier today that's going to debut on monday and she 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 put me on the spot and told me you have to say a name and i tried to get out of it and then finally went with larson so i i hope he proves me right anyway as, we're, as, we're, as we're we're gonna step aside, i know step aside more madness after this Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, post it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color it, Correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles. And now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Ross Chastain. You're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. 
We are back here on Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Peter Strada. Red is punching buttons. James Mellick and Jesse Love is still with us for a handful of more minutes before uh, we cut him loose to go uh, continue on with his evening and, and get ready for you know get ready for racing this weekend and then uh, flying out to Tulsa where uh, we'll have fun for a week. But before we do that, uh, Tom, we do want to say thank you to the fine folks at mycomputercareer.edu who, A, have not had to reboot me tonight, and B, know how to help our <laughs> so uh, wonderful listeners out there who may be looking for a first career or a second career or just a change in career. Correct. <laughs> what you do is you go to mycomputercareer.edu and there's a free career evaluation that you can take. And if you decide that you might want to pursue a career in IT, here's how simple it is. You train online one to two days a week for about four to six months. And within four to six months, you could be on your way to a better career and a better life. There are about a quarter of a million jobs unfilled right now in this country. Probably more, actually, right at this point with everything that's been going on. Um, Way more demand for IT-related positions than there are supply of readily uh, properly trained workers so um, go to mycomputercareer.edu take the free career evaluation if you want to pursue a career it's pretty easy financial aid is available if you qualify including the gi bill and when you're ready to go out into the workforce my computer career will work with hundreds of employers to help you get placed and get started on your way to a better life mycomputercareer.edu it is not rocket science it is not computer science well it kind of is but you don't need to be good at math or science it's just mycomputercareer.edu and we appreciate them yes we do we 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 appreciate yes we do and and especially when they have to come in and fix me because yeah. that's, that's a tough task it is yes <laughs> they can do that they can do anything <laughs> ouch <laughs> i i guess i deserve that he's known yeah. me long enough that he can throw me <laughs> Jesse, the I've been in the studio in two years and he's he's, he's got the whole yeah. down let's see how many times we can we'll, we'll, give, with Jacob we'll give him that's, one more segment and yeah. then we'll throw him out the door back after this <laughs> Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. 
a loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one Internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hey, this is Reed Wilson, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. We are starting the second half of our show. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Peter Strada, Red, James Mellick, Punching Buttons, Jesse Love uh, finishing up as our special guest for the for the first half. And I, I didn't want to cut you loose without giving, a, giving you a chance to shout out to some of the people, not just that ma- are making your return to ARCA West possible, but are making the Chili Bowl possible for you, because I know it takes a lot of good partners a lot of good supporters that uh you know have put together a, a really cool schedule that is still growing for you in 2021 yeah first off thank you to you guys for having me on the show that's always a pleasure and too long two years since i've been on the show so yeah, that's, we're not gonna wait two years again yeah i was gonna say sure. it, so it, it, it keep in mind if you're if you're frequenting the area a little bit this coming year we might be able to turn you into a, a recurring guest that's awesome yeah for yeah, sure see whenever jacob has to miss a show we'll just bring you in as a co-host yeah all right <laughs> no but in, in, all, in all seriousness thank you to toyota and everybody at toyota racing development and as far as chili bowl goes thank you to keith um everybody at home smiles as well and um, everybody that helped me put put that deal together means a lot, and uh, like you said, with with Napa and their involvement in, in what I've been doing the last few years means a lot. They've uh, given me a lot of great opportunities, and I really want to make them proud this year. So, um, huge thank you to all of them. Uh, again, everybody at Bill Mack and I Racing as well. Going to be another great year. Uh, Mobile One, is somebody that I need to bring up, and thank you to all of them guys as well. So, um, really looking forward to what we have this year. And uh, just getting after it. A lot of great people involved in, in what we got going on. Well, uh, we're excited about it. Uh, last thing before we let you go in about 30 seconds here. Um, you saw what your, your teammate, Buddy Kofoy, did as a rookie last year at the Chili Bowl, making you know making the A-Main and, and having a shot. He came is that, 
do you see that maybe for Jesse Lay? Do, do you go in feeling like that's realistic, knowing the people that are behind you? Yeah, 100%. I don't go anything, think I'm not going to win. So as far as I'm concerned, nah, yeah, got to do better than, he, than what he did. So, <laughs> Hey, there's a handful of rookies that actually have, I, I think uh, um, fifth in the A-Main by a rookie is, is the mark, and, and Buddy was seventh last year. So mm-hmm. it's definitely, there's a precedent there that it's definitely doable. And I, I'll return what you said. Thank you for, for coming in and yeah, sitting down and spending some time with us tonight, Jesse. Yeah, thanks, guys. All right, with that, uh, that's Jesse Love, and we're going to be joined on the phone in a couple of minutes by Jason Alder, who is going to regale us on what he's doing right now that we're going to step aside, do a little business, be back with more Motorsports Madness right after these words. You own a performance car, and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text. Stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Chandler Smith, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. 
Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, which is training for a better life. If you're just joining us, howdy. If you're still joining us, well, we're glad we haven't scared you off yet. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Peter Strada, James Melick. Well, hopefully our guest will uh, <laughs> will, will keep us doing better than that. Anyhow, uh, what we are going to go to the strutmasters.com hotline, and I'm actually really excited about this part of the show because we get to bring on a driver that I have not had the pleasure of chatting with in quite some time because he took a little time off from racing he is now back and he is now tearing up the track not necessarily in cars with fenders but in cars well without fenders uh jason older f4 star that is a that that is something that i'm still having a little uh, a, a little trouble getting used to but uh I, I i'm really glad to have you back on the show it has been way too long man yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm really glad to be back. It's a. It's a pleasure. I always have a good time on the show. You know, talking with Coach and yourself. So uh, I'm looking forward to tonight. So for for those listeners that may have heard your name, Jason, back when you were running the summer shootout days, you stepped away for a while. But tell us the story of how stepping away for a little while turned into. Yeah, I'm going to come back and we're going to do something totally different than what you have ever done up to this point. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty interesting story for sure. So for the past 10 years, uh, the goal has always been NASCAR. So, you know, progressing through karting to bandoleros to legends, the next step was late models for me. And uh, even to the end of, of 2019, that was the goal. That was when I, you know, I was fresh off of the world championship in legend cars and late models was, was the next step. And uh, little did I know through the 2019 season, uh, there were some family issues that were going on that I wasn't aware of. Um, but I, I took a few precautionary measures to make sure that it wouldn't get any worse. And so for 2020, we just decided as a family, it was best to just you know, take a little bit of break, recollect ourselves, and, you know, try to come back full steam ahead doing whatever we're going to do. So at the beginning of the season, I had no idea what I was going to do. It wasn't looking good, but uh, we, we did a lot. We, we bonded quite well, and uh, I uh, ended up deciding to compete in Formula 4, and the story there was, was interesting. So my last race in Legend Cars was a road course race. And I had only ever done about three of them before total. So I was quite unexperienced in those cars on a road course track. But I decided for my final race, I wanted to kind of go back to my roots because that's what I did in karting. It was, all, it was all road course racing, excuse me. So when we were there, I had dinner with one of my fellow drivers, Justice Calibro. I'm sure he's been on the show many times before. He's, he's quite the personality. Uh, when we were there, he was talking about his buddy that he used to race with in California. His name was Christian Brooks. And they were talking about how he was performing in the United States F4 Championship at Coda, and that was the, the finale of the season. That was where everyone went to, you know, to watch the, the pinnacle of the season. And that was actually an F1 support race, so it's a very big deal. And Christian finished second. And as they're kind of talking about the story, talking about this this formula racing in America, which I had no idea what was a thing, but I got really interested in this. I thought that this was a really cool, interesting thing, and. Like, over the next few months, I was just, you know, kind of sleeping on it and just thinking about it a bit. And it, it kind of was appealing to me, like, more so than, you know, something like a late model, because that's kind of where my background was, right, in go-karting, the road course side of things. So, you know, we, we met with a few teams and whatnot, but we, we actually made it happen, and I'm, I'm really happy. It's, it's 
incredibly different from you know anything that I've done before. So to be here is is honestly a pleasure. You've had a chance to be in the car a little bit. What was the what was the learning curve? What was the adjustment like? Because I, I imagine the driving style compared to you know what you did in the Legends car was basically having to to you know reteach yourself everything that you thought you knew. You're exactly right. There was literally nothing that I could apply from the Legend car into the Formula Four car, except for the fact that I'm driving a race car. So uh, it, it was definitely difficult to kind of a- adapt and adjust and unlearn a lot of bad habits, I guess, that wouldn't transfer that well. Um, but for the few tests that I have done with the team, Velocity Racing Development, they've been incredibly progressful and, and successful, and we're making good steps. And I'm, and I'm really looking forward to the 2021 season. I think we're going to put on a good effort. What were, what were the emotions like, Jason? What was the feeling like? Because I know when you first stepped away to, you know, to be able to take time with family and kind of address some things on that front, that it was, it was a really tough decision. You and I talked about it when you, uh, you know, when, when you first stepped out of the car, how tough that decision was. What was the emotion like being able to have this opportunity come out and be able to get back to the sport that you have so much of a passion for? It was pretty powerful, to say the least. Um, I, I'm sure you're aware of when I made my announcement that I was stepping away from driving, uh, I think in January of 2020, uh, it was incredibly difficult for me to say. You know, there was a lot of emotions going through me. Uh, not many people know, but my own family didn't even know that that is when I was going to announce it. They didn't know what I was even going to say. I didn't write anything down. I just I knew I needed to say it. I didn't tell anyone what I was going to say beforehand because I knew that they would try to talk me out of it. But it was something that I had to do for my family. And I'm looking back, I, I'm very glad I did it because we're stronger now than ever before. And we have complete support to go as hard as we can. So uh, to, to be able to say that I'm back, you know, driving again for in 2021, is it was equally, and in, I, would, I would say it's more powerful in a, in a good way than having to announce that I was stepping away. So... Uh, overall, I'm just absolutely blessed. The irony of what happened there, the kind of arc that you went through, is you got the year off, and then you came back, and now you're in an F4 car. You kind of had a year. It was almost like a reset for you, so you weren't necessarily carrying over a lot of the Legends car habits, uh, you know, because you had time away to sort of let the brain um, sort of put that where it belongs, and then you came back out fresh for the F4. Um, and you, you've you've run at home, you've tested at Homestead, you've you've gone to a couple of other tracks. Give us um, in about a minute or a minute and a half, just give us an idea of where you've been testing, and then we'll get into details next segment. Sure, uh, we've been testing at uh, a ton of places. We've gone to Audubon Country Club in Chicago. Uh, we've been to Coda at Texas. Uh, which was personally, I think, my favorite track. We've been to Sebring Raceway in Florida. We've been to Homestead in Florida. We've been to uh, Atlanta Motorsports Park. Um, and we've been to, oh, we've been to NOLA as well. I, I think those are the main tracks that we've visited so far. And you were unofficially under the track record at Homestead, right? Was it Homestead? Uh, Homestead, uh, yes. Homestead was, I, I beat the track record, the official track record, um, by, I think, two or three tenths. 
Amazing. And, and, and this is a classic car that he had never never even set in, let alone turned laps yeah. in before this year. But, uh, Tom, I, I, I would argue that th- it's kind of uh, uh, symbolic of what we saw in, you know, Jason when he was running the summer shootout. I think anybody that anybody that watched him that year that he won the championship knew there was something special there. Well, yes. I mean, I think, and I've had, uh, I've had the chance to spend some time with, with Jason and, and, you know, really it, he's just, he's a very intelligent young man and a very articulate young man. He absorbs things very quickly. And I think that's, um, yeah, that's a big key if you're going to be successful in that style of racing, because here it's getting more with the circle tracks where we focus on data, but you know, in F4, um, Jason data, it, that type of racing data is everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, yeah. data is incredibly, incredibly important. Uh, I know at least in legends, you know, it's kind of a, a lower series in the, right. in the, in the, you know, closed wheel fendered cars. Um, but, but in, in the formula side of things, it's all about data and telemetry and seriously breaking things down. Yeah. So, uh, you know, again, Jacob, I think that's the the key for Jason is his, his intellect is really what's uh, made it happen for him um, so quickly with the F4. And it'll, and it'll be mm-hmm. fun to hear some details and, and also for him to talk about uh, testing with Jimmy Johnson. Absolutely. I, I we, we have a lot more storytelling to do with Jason, but we do have to quick slide in a, a commercial break here in about 10 seconds. So we'll keep Jason on the line and uh, get back to uh, telling his story on the other side of this commercial break. This is Motorsports Madness powered by My Computer Career. We'll be back right after this. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance and a whole lot left, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Hi, this is John Androsik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. 
You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, which is training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Peter Strada, James Mellick still producing, and we go back to the strutmasters.com hotline, where we still have USF4 young gun rookie, Jason Alder on the line with us, and uh, we we kind of alluded to it, Jason, during the the last segment. But uh, you got a chance. Uh, I think it was at Homestead, right? That you got the chance to uh, to have your test session and and kind of match wits a little bit with Jimmy Johnson. Talk a little bit about that and, and what that experience was like. Sure. So I was with Jimmy. We tested like kind of together with a few other guys as well at Homestead and Sebring. Um, and, and let me just say that, J- firstly, Jimmy is in inc- he's incredible. Like, he is such a kind, down-to-earth guy. Like, I think me and the rest of the team all were kind of expecting, you know, almost arrogance, I would say, you know, or just some kind of pride from a seven-time NASCAR champion. But, but he's, he's a really nice guy. Really so is. to be, like, alongside of him through these tests when we're, you know, essentially him and I were in a similar spot on these days. You know, I was in the F4 car, he was in the FR car. So it wasn't exactly like we were side by side, but but we were breaking down our data together and we would kind of look at each other's data and and we'd be like, oh, look, Jimmy's doing something here that's just a little bit better than you and and Jason's doing something here that Jimmy could improve on. And it was was so cool (laughs) to be there. I have no idea how it happened, but but I'm (laughs) It's just so cool. How surreal is that? I mean, it, like you said, he was in the Formula Regional car, which you actually got to drive that too later on, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But he was in the, which is basically the an American F3. Um, you were in the F4. But how surreal is it when you realize that you're comparing data with a seven-time NASCAR champion and somebody goes, well, no, Jason's doing this a little bit better than you. I mean, that has to be crazy, man. It, yes, it, it is. It is unreal, honestly. Like looking back on it, even now, I'm just like every once in a while, I'll just kind of sit down and, and think to myself, like, I'm, I'm driving with Jimmy Johnson. Like, like Jimmy Johnson's my teammate, and we're looking at data together. And it's just, it's honestly hard to believe, but <laughs> it's just, it's really cool. God is good. Um, it's uh, mm-hmm. you never know what God's plan is. It's uh, it's crazy. You you um, you did so well uh, at at Homestead, and then you you actually got to go, like you said, do some of these other tracks. Um, I, you said Coda. Uh, I think you you said something earlier about Coda being your favorite, perhaps of all the ones you've tested at. Uh, if that's true, why is that? I know it's a gorgeous facility, but 
Yeah, so for CODA, CODA, I believe, is one of the only FIA-grade five tracks in North America. There's there's not many, hence the reason why Formula One, when they come could sure. come to compete for the U.S. Grand Prix, they, they come to CODA. So to be at CODA, that alone kind of provides almost like a legendary status. You know, like when I watch F1 on TV race in my home country, they're at CODA. So to go to CODA and to drive in the exact location of Formula One is is huge. It's exactly like the first time I drove at Charlotte Motor Speedway. You know, that was where my, my NASCAR idols raced. Right. It was, it's very, very historical in that regard. It's very important memory. You know, it, it's, it's interesting. But, but in terms of the technicality, CODA was designed off of a lot of other incredible facilities around the globe. So uh, there's a section uh, of a bunch of S's that is modeled just like Silverstone in the United Kingdom. And so to kind of drive to those corners, I can, I can visualize those corners from Silverstone. It's just, it's, it's a really neat facility. That's awesome. I, I, it's, I, it's one of those where I sit back and, and I, I kind of chuckle because, uh, Tom, we, we kind of, he kind of alluded to this earlier that, uh, I don't know that we would have expected two years ago when Jason was on the path that he was on to now be talking about, yeah, which of these road courses that you've had a chance to turn laps on is your favorite? It's almost, do you find it hard to believe, Jason, that you're on the track that you're on right now compared to you know what was barely a year ago, what you thought you were going to be doing in the sport? Exactly. You know, going back to a year ago, I never in a million years would have expected for me to be where I am today, and and I'm just trying to think a year from now, what would I think of, of this upcoming season? And I'm hoping it's it's equally as incredible and mind blowing to myself. But but yet yeah, to, to be where I am, especially compared to where I thought I was going to be, is is nothing short of a miracle, honestly. And, and I'm, I'm incredibly glad to to be competing in these Formula cars. I I feel there's just they they connect with me a little bit better. I feel like I mm-hmm. I understand them a little bit more than the than the sh- you know the short course oval side of motorsports. Does this let you reset your long term goals and maybe pivot towards a potential you know pathway towards IndyCar or something along those lines? Of course, absolutely. Uh, I mean, ultimately the. The ideal goal would be Formula One, but mm-hmm. but I wouldn't. I mean, I'm not going to say no to IndyCar or something like that. So it just it all depends on the opportunities that that come forward. So I'm just going to do my job and, and keep performing and, and trying to get to that next level, and uh, we'll see where the road goes. What do you What do you feel like that has fit for you better? Is it a, Is it mental? Is it you know car control or car feel that has fit better for you what is it about the the single seater style of racing that that you feel has has been more your cup of tea i would say that it probably comes down to the way i was you could say raised in racing so my beginning was in karting it was it was wka gold cup series and and it was all road course pavement, of course, and I did that for six years. And the mindset in those go-karts was you don't bump someone unless you're on a straightaway where you're bump drafting, which is okay. But otherwise, there is no contact made. Contact is bad. So when I went into the Bandolero and the Legend car, of course, now we're driving on quarter-mile ovals where, for the most part, the only way you can pass a car is by giving him 
you know, just a little bit of a, of a bump in the corner to slide him up the racetrack and to get a good run underneath and beat him into into the next corner. And that was really, really challenging for me to, to learn and adapt to because I, I, I'm essentially trying to forget all of that, the clean racing that I was learning before. Of course, there is a clean way to move someone, but I just, I had a very hard time doing it. You know, saying it is one thing, thinking of it is another, but actually doing it is another. And I, I did it a few times. Obviously, I had to, but every time I would do it, it was, I just, I had this bad feeling inside of me, just like, almost like this is wrong, you know? Um, it is. But obviously, now that we're in a Formula <laughs> car, it's, it's just like it was before back in karting. And yeah. I feel like I just, it's just my natural instinct. You know, if you want to pass someone, you get a better exit than them. You get to the power earlier. You try to beat them into the next corner without making any contact. And, it's just it's a lot simpler and easier that way for me. Okay, so we got about three and a half minutes left. Um, so, first of all, you got to go test the Formula Regional car, the FR car that Jimmy Johnson was testing at Olmstead. You got to go test that car recently. Talk about that test session and talk about how you did compared with Jimmy Johnson. All right. So, I will say that my first okay, so my first day in the Formula Regional was also at Homestead. So that, that was where Jimmy was, so we have his yeah. date as well. And we, we did compare. Um, Jimmy's fastest time, I believe, was around 7 tenths slower than what I did. So I, I, I can say that I was faster than Jimmy Johnson, but I will say that the conditions were arguably a little bit better for me, so I'm not just going to say that I'm better than Jimmy Johnson. I don't believe that is the case. But it was very. it is pretty cool to be able to say that. Well, I don't think we're trying to say you're a better driver than Jimmy Johnson, but I mean, again, how surreal is this? You're, you know, you get into the F4 car, you've barely tested that, then you get into the same FR car that Jimmy ran, and you're seven tenths faster than seven time. Correct. It's 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 mind-boggling. It's unreal. Unreal. <laughs> it's, just, uh, it's just a great story. Um, talk about the people that you're racing for and. Uh, in about a minute and a half or so, talk about your team a little bit and who's kind of helping you with all of this. So I race for Velocity Racing Development, and I just want to say that they are arguably the hardest, most driven team in the paddock. That That is the reason I signed with them. We visited with a few teams, but Velocity just, they want what they want. And what we want is the same thing. We want to win. We want to perform. We want to do a good job, be safe, and have fun. And so when I saw that, that's that's when I knew that they were the team to go for, especially because they were the 2020 champions in the F4 series. So I knew that they were fast, and I knew that they have the right mindset, so there's no doubt that that's the team that I'm going to go with. That's pretty amazing. Uh, so so when is your first actual race in F4? The first official race in the 2021 F4 United States Championship is in April in California, I believe. Okay, so you've got a bunch more testing, I'm assuming, between now and then. We have loads of testing, especially in February. January, we took kind of light after the heavy month of December where we were somewhere every week. But uh, February will be heavy, and we're just going to you know, take it step by step until April. Well, you've definitely uh, you've got a nice situation there with a, a really great, motivated, uh, and, and knowledgeable group of uh, guys there with Velocity Racing. And uh, I know you just got to be raring to go here do you have how many teammates do you have so i will be one of three drivers competing in formula four and i believe there are one or maybe two drivers in the formula regional so who are your formula four teammates 
My Formula 4 teammates are Nico Christodoulou, a Canadian oh, okay. who's been competing in Formula 4 cars for, I believe, two or three years. Yeah. And then my other teammate is Nick Persing, okay. uh, a Californian, who's, I believe this will be his sophomore season. Nice. Well, you got uh, some interesting teammates there. We really are great. Uh, we really uh, have had a great time having you on. Uh, Jacob, this kid has uh, got a really bright future ahead of him. He does. Uh, Jason, thank you for, for spending some time with us. It's been great to catch up with you, and we uh, we hope uh, we can make it happen again later in the year. Don't be a stranger now that you're back in the race car. <laughs> I won't. Thanks for having me on the show. I had a great time. That's Jason Alder, and we will continue to follow his exploits in F4 as uh, he moves through the year. We're going to take a break. More Motorsports Madness coming up right after these words. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skills levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking with a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively summit point motorsports parks drift nirvana is just the thing for you call for your reservation today 304-725-8444 or for more information go online summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ag Council. Hi, this is Derek Krause, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show.
Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, and Peter Strada still with you. We want to thank both our special guests this evening, Jesse Love and Jason Alder. And if you happen to miss either one of them on the live show, uh, you can listen to this show on demand wherever you take in your podcasts, whether it's uh, Google or Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud, any of that Spotify, fun. Spotify, thank you. iHeart, wherever. And uh, just search Race Chaser Radio, and please give us a follow. Um, I start the list, you finish it. Yes. And, uh, yeah. And so, uh, of course, we also are syndicated worldwide on over 40 platforms with this show. So we thank Sports Byline USA for that and uh, appreciate everybody who is carrying this program and uh, continues to as we go into the third year together. Absolutely. And this is going to be our NASCAR segment. We had... Chili Bowl, the first half of the show. We've had uh, Formula Cars the last little bit with Jason Alder. Now we're going to finally talk a little NASCAR before we uh, get done with this show. Wow! <laughs> you've used Only the. I you've screw up a ding. <laughs> you, you've worn out the bell tonight that was so a much. Dun- doink. Yeah. Peter Strada. Thumbs up, thumbs down, or somewhere in between on the news that Front Row Motorsports has signed Anthony Alfredo, otherwise known as hashtag Fast Pasta. To take over the 38 car with uh, after the departure of John Hunter Nemechek. Well, it's certainly great for Anthony Alfredo, but I question moving him up to Cup with such limited experience in both truck and Xfinity. He has yet to run a full season in either series. He hasn't gotten a win, although he is more than accomplished on iRacing and the virtual side of things. He had a few standout performances last year in the RCR car, but I question him moving up to Cup so early with so little real-world experience. Tom, thoughts on fast pasta? Yes, I disagree with everything he said. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I understand everything Peter said. And, and honestly, if I did not know Anthony, um, I was fortunate enough to work with Anthony when he first came down south here. And we, uh, we actually won a uh, limited late model championship together. Um, he, again, huge brain. And, you know, Anthony just adapts so quickly and he, he's able to process things so quickly that um, I actually think he'll be okay. Now, what you got to understand here is that if you look, if you're just looking at stats and and development on the track, you could easily make the case that um, he should have had a a full-time season in Xfinity and run for a championship before he went to cup. But um, one, we don't know what his opportunities were in Xfinity. So we don't know, you know, the, if you're going to have part-time Xfinity and you have the Cup opportunity, obviously you want to get to the Cup Series. And I think the big thing with Anthony is going to front row, number one, um, and, and this is not a knock on front row. This is just being honest about where they are. Nobody's going to expect Anthony to go out and win races. Um, he's going to have time to learn. He goes to Daytona. He's got David Reagan, who's going to run the 500 as his teammate. David, he's he knows how to get it done on the super speedways. And so um, I think that Anthony and Michael McDowell will be at uh, great teammates, honestly. I think there's a lot of similarities between the two of them um, in terms of the way they think and the way they, they drive even. And I think... Um, you know, again, we get into 22 and we hit a reset button, brand new race car and everybody's even. So I think if you're going to make the jump, this is a great team to do it with. Um, and I feel like Anthony being who he is, 
and as marketable as he is, I think Anthony will bring some possibilities to the team as well as the other way around. So I actually like this for all the business reasons, and I think he's mature enough to be able to handle it from a driving standpoint. It took Chase Elliott 99 starts um, to to win a race. Uh, so, again, nobody's going to expect Anthony to go set the world on fire. He's going to have his time to learn. And honestly, Peter, I think that's – Almost what you hope for in a situation like this. You don't want the pressure of having to go out and carry the world on your shoulders in your first year in Cup. So it's a great opportunity for him to learn, get comfortable racing against top-level competition because this is the NASCAR Cup Series. This is the premier you know, of stock car racing in this country. And then when 22 resets and it's a bit more even playing field, get after it. Of course. You want some experience racing against... This level of competition and on the tracks, 500, 600-mile cup races once the new car rolls out. And Anthony will certainly have a year of that once 22 rolls around. And again, it's just obviously if you can bring sponsors, you know, if you're going to get sponsors, it's much easier to do it for cup than even for Xfinity. Um, so, you know, it's a it's a great opportunity. I think it's a marriage that's good for both sides here. And, um, you know, I think front row they they took a step forward last year and they want to trend younger that's the other thing is they're mm-hmm. looking to yes. build around young talent um John Hunter Nemechek chose to go back to trucks and take the opportunity with KBM yep. so that left them looking for the next young driver they could um put in and I, and I think uh Anthony certainly fit mm-hmm. that bill, and I'm pretty sure we'll see Todd Gilliland there in a year or two as well. Well, so I, I want to add to this, too, that I don't think Anthony's marketing experience and the fact that he's been able to put together some of his own sponsor deals uh, in the truck and Xfinity levels, none of that hurts for a team that you know doesn't necessarily, you know, they're not in dire straits over sponsorship, but Bob Jenkins has said you know several times, the more sponsorship we can get that I don't have to put as much money in myself, you know, I'm all for that. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. I, I think that, uh, you know, it's, again, that's why I said I think it's a marriage that's good for both mm-hmm. sides. Um, and, you know, again, it, it also puts Anthony in the Ford family. Yes, it does. Which, you know, you know we, we've seen Ford has been you know, very methodical about developing right. their young talent. Uh, partic- you know, when, when you look at drivers like a Todd Gilliland, like the, the two Grays, Tanner and Taylor, even you know, Haley Deegan now as she's started to make her progression up the ladder. Chase Briscoe, obviously, you know, now getting his opportunity at the cup level with Stuart Haas in 21. Yeah. So you know, Ford's, Ford's very methodical about developing their young talent, and I think it's a great situation for him. And uh, speaking of which, I mentioned Todd Gilliland. He is back in the Front Row Motorsports truck with support yes. from what is now no longer DGR Crosley, but David Gilliland Racing, because we've swapped investors. We have swapped Bo Labastis and Crosley brands for the eldest, the patriarch of the Gray family in Johnny Gray. And you you should probably explain who the Gray family is for so those that, who might that not would know be, an Yes, audience. that would be Tanner Gray, who had drove in the truck for what was DGR Crosley this year, and Taylor Gray, who right. drove in the Arkham Menard Series part-time. Their dad. Yep. Grand, granddad. Johnny's Grand, their grandfather. Granddad, yeah. Sorry. yeah. Sh- Shane, Shane yeah, Gray would be their the dad. Father. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. it... it Basically, Peter, what what the point there is, nothing's really going to look different when it comes to the David Goland Racing, you know, fleet on the racetrack this year. It's just you know, slight difference in where where the checks are coming from. 
Definitely. And for a first year in the truck series, they had a great year. They made the playoffs. They did everything but win. They had a really status quo gear. They, like I said, did everything but win. Gilliland had a couple shots to win, and he made the playoffs, which is what you want to see a first-year team do in this mm-hmm. series. I'm going to tell you, the, the the other thing that's different with David this year is um, that he's they're developing a relationship with Raceface Brand Development, and so mm-hmm. you're going to start seeing some of Raceface's drivers appear, um, you know, running ARCA cars, running um, cars tour, late models for them. And I so know forth, uh, so. Joe Valeno's running Joe cars Valento's tour running this the year. Cars tour. Joey yep. East is running six ARCA, Arca East, East races. races. And yep. I don't want to jump the gun by so I will tell you there's one more driver that they're they're going to hopefully put into the cars tour lineup for that. Indeed. Yeah. Yes. Uh I I have heard some of those rumblings in the garage yes. area as well. So we yes. we will wait uh further judgment and announcements on that, but uh should be a very exciting time in the David Gulland Racing yeah. stable for 2021 and oh by the way not to completely jump off the front row motorsports bandwagon uh there is one more little piece of news that came around in all of this uh, earlier this week too and that was that david reagan will pilot a third front row entry in the daytona 500 uh he will attempt to qualify peter for this was the stat that i couldn't believe when i looked it up for the story the other day he will attempt to qualify for his fifth consecutive Daytona 500 start and oh by the way his best finish in the great American race fourth last year that's right fourth last year was his best career result he had a close one taken away in 2011 on a re- judgment restart call Trevor Bain. yeah Trevor Bain won that race he Reagan came back to win that year the July race at Daytona mm-hmm. and he'll give it one last shot for the Harley J. Earl trophy you know what? As crazy as this is, I would not put it past Reagan to be in contention. If he can, if he can make it through and ha- and have a car that's in one piece at the end. I mean, especially with the poise that he showed last year, he's not forgotten how to do any of this, and he's always, Tom, been good at super speedway racing. That's always been his kind of his niche is the super speedways. Um, you know, it's not that he's poor in any, in any other tracks, but where he really stands out for whatever reason is, is on the super speedways. And so again, that's what I was saying earlier with Anthony Alfredo coming in and going to Daytona in a cup car. Um, you know, he's going to have David as kind of the big brother and mentor, not to say Michael McDowell's not good at it too, but David is so accomplished. I think that's, uh, you know, that'll give Anthony a leg up as he tries to, uh, uh, navigate his first 500 in the Cup Series because there's a big jump in the quality of competition and the intensity between Xfinity and Cup. So yes, and if you're Anthony Alfredo, looking at this from the standpoint of him being a driver, um, and you look at the drivers they've had before you, that is a huge confident booster for you. I mean, look at some of the ones that were in front of you. I mean, Matt Tiff was there; he owns a race team now. Chris Busher, he's running a Roush car. Yeah. Um, and now the one that just got out of the seat, John uh-huh. Hunter's fighting for a championship in a truck. I know he took a step back, but that's a top-tier ride in the truck series. So for Anthony Alfredo to look at that and say, hey, look what was in this seat before me and the chances he may have after this, that should be something confident for him. Yeah. And Com- go ahead. No, finish your thought. I was going to say, and they're just great people. Bob yes. Jenkins yes. and that group are just such nice genuine people mm-hmm. they don't you know take advantage of the drivers or whatever they really that he's built it the right way their butt yeah. yes 
Yeah. So he's a smart businessman. They've built it the right way. Couple nuggets on the Chevy side, Peter. Real quick. Uh, number one, uh, big announcement from GMS Racing earlier today that uh, Rafael Lassard, ha- they uh, was originally announced his uh, team was going to be part time in 2021. That has now been upgraded to full season status. So GMS will have five drivers competing for the Truck Series Championship this year. That is a big deal, not just for GMS but for Rafi. I mean, he deserves a shot in a premier ride, and now he's got it. He definitely did. He had a tough rookie year. There's no way around it in the truck last year with the Kyle Busch team. Yeah, he got the win in the playoffs at Talladega, but that was more of a win he kind of lucked into. But another full year under his belt, I really hope he can make a playoff run and really compete for the championship because, remember, GMS had three of the championship four. There's a chance they could have all four this year. I know, and that's when you wonder, okay, which GMS driver might be left out in the cold if that scenario happens? (laughs) That's a a hard choice, um, (laughs) given the lineup that they've got. Uh, Anyhow, uh, one final nugget from the Bowtie Brigade uh, announced late this afternoon, Colleague Racing is anticipating entering multiple NASCAR Cup Series events in 2021. We all believe as a primer for a full-time entry when the new car hits in 2022, the next-gen car. Uh, They're targeting road courses and Super Speedways, starting off at the Great American Race in February, did not isolate a driver. Who are we hoping to see in the 500, Tom? Two words, Justin Haley. Do you think Do you think Haley gets the nod, Peter, or do we see Dinger maybe get another I stab see Dinger. At? I'd love to see Dinger run all the road courses in Cup next year, and I think in a decent enough car like Colleg will probably get from RCR, I think he'll be a contender. I just like that. I just like too. seeing Matt Colleg's squad get a shot to go big time Cup racing, Malik, even if it is part time. Yeah, I want to throw a name out there real quick. Okay, how about Ty Dillon? Ooh, Ty's not got anything confirmed right now. That could be intriguing. It's interesting, but, well, it is an RCR. You never know. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> All right, yeah. Final thoughts. We'll come back with our last segment right after these words here on The Madness. You own a performance car, and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? 
wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one Internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Final lap here on Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Peter Strada, James Mellick still with you. I have not put either of you two gentlemen on the spot all night. I'm going to do it right now before we uh, close the show since I don't get a chance to do it next week. Okay. Pick to win the Chili Bowl. Name it. Oh, boy. I can't pick Alex Bowman this year. He's not racing. No, you um, can't. <laughs> see, I always like the underdogs, but I really didn't know where to go with that. You know what? Hey, here's the deal. I got nothing to lose here. I'm going with Jesse Love. He's going to get it done as a rookie for Keith Coons. Done. I would dig that. I really would. Oh, my gosh. I, I, <laughs> I think Jesse would fall over on the stage if that happened. Peter, I have a feeling you're probably going to be a little more logical here. Yeah, slightly. I was mentioning off-air earlier how it's impressive how over the past decade or so, how many drivers have gone back-to-back in this race. I'm thinking mm-hmm. that'll happen again with Kyle Larson. So I know what I, I know what I said earlier in believing that uh, Larson is the guy with the momentum, but I'm actually... Uh, I, I, I know what I said earlier on Kelly's podcast. I... I my gut all of a sudden has shifted in the last two hours. She, she basically put me on the spot before I had a chance to think. Christopher Bell beats Kyle Larson. That, that, that's my two cents. Yeah, you know, I, I went out on a, on a flyer, and, you know, Peter, and then you go with... Sorry. With, yeah. Um, I, I, I think uh, we have a shot to see two rookies in the A-Main, Jesse and Dason. Well, I think both of them are going to be <laughs> excuse strong. Excuse me, I think, that's, yeah. I think that's definitely doable. And if I am gonna if I had a second pick, it can Macintosh. Fair enough. That's it for Motorsports Madness. I'll be back in two weeks. These fools will be back next week. We'll see you next time. Good night. Assemble that remark. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit MyComputerCareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. Motorsports Madness, a race chaser media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube and visit RaceChaserMedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.